0: Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind-the-scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Create Clarity with Charity. Today I have an amazing guest. Yes, Ken Rusk of uh, KenRusk.com, the author of Blue Collar Cash is here today. Hi, Ken.
2: Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, I'm so happy you are here. You have such a wealth of knowledge. And I mean, your training programs and your book have inspired many, not to mention your amazing story as uh, the CEO entrepreneur that started Rusk Industries and that has blossomed to an eight-figure business and has served so many people over the years. So thank you for being here. I'm sure my audience is delighted. Hmm.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you know, so you're welcome. I'm 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 really glad to be here. At uh, I, I really, it, it's funny to talk to somebody who shares such energy and such passion. So I can't wait to get into this.
1: Okay, good because we are going to stir up some things and people because that's what coaches do, right? Mentors and coaches know where the pain point is, so we kind of have to make everyone a little see themselves a little bit and what you're saying, because I know so many people are going to relate to your story. And that's what's really, really important is that you can go from ditch digging to eight figures, that it's not a pipe dream. And it's not, you know, just a vision if you actually take action. So that's what I want to get into with you and and help you share the light and, you know, um, some good insight with our listeners here today. So tell me, Ken, what you know, started your whole um, dream of having a construction company or a ditch digging company and, uh, you know, or working with your hands. Let's go all the way back. Let's go way back to like when you first grabbed that hammer or shovel. Well,
2: you know, it's funny because I used to like to be outside all the time. I had four brothers and we were always running around the neighborhood doing something, building something, whether it was tree forts or bridges across the creek or whatever we could do. So, for us, it was kind of natural to be, you know, guys that kind of work with their hands and do things. But I think it really started when, you know, I was in high school, I was 15 years old and our high school shared a fence with a uh, industrial park. And uh, there was, over the years, there was a hole made in that fence so you could go through it and go to the carry out. And it was like a shortcut and we would hang out there after school. And I think the really cool thing was, this industrial park was full of thriving businesses. And this one business in particular, it had all the things that young guys liked. It had, you know, dump trucks and tow motors and backhoes and uh, lots of people milling around, lots of excitement, a lot of things happening. And, you know, I I was like anybody else. I mean, I needed money for, say, for my first used car. I wanted maybe to take my girlfriend out for pizza or go, go to the movies or bowling or whatever we did. And, so one day I walked in and I said, what do you guys do here? And they said, well, we dig ditches. And and uh, I said, I can do that. And uh, that was when I was 15. And I, I hate to say, I'm still kind of doing the same thing today, only in a different form. But that's kind of how it all started. Wow,
1: that's awesome. And I've so many guys out there relate because that is the true path of kids. I always see them with their dump trucks and their backhoes and their sandbox. And, you know, that's just like kind of ingrained in you guys it just seems like that should be the passion right
2: well i I think that's true and and i want to make sure that we talk about the fact that this is a guys and a girls scenario i mean the, the 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 things that we talk about today um they don't come from necessarily what you do for a living as much as they come from what you do with what you do for a living and i want to make sure that we draw that distinction there because there are so many amazing opportunities right now to work for yourself and to work with these two things that God gave us, these two hands and in our in our bodies. And it's really crazy because I don't think most people realize if there's 165 million people working in the United States at any one time, fully 70 million of those people do something with their hands. And uh, so I think we really need to be careful that we don't stigmatize blue collar jobs, trade jobs, those kinds of things, because there's so much amazing opportunity, and with the shortage we're facing these days, that's where all the money's going as well.
1: Thank you so much for saying that. That's you—you you count me. Okay, I was like definitely love to see a woman with a hammer too, and and that's me. I always had my own drill. I always like to build my own stuff, so I totally relate. So all the women out there. Hello. Make sure if you're, that's your passion, listen to Ken's story because this is amazing. He really has started from, from pretty much a hard military background, right? Like not, not handed to you on a platter. You, you pretty much grew your business from your idea after working for corporate and then decided, hey, I, I can do this.
2: Yeah, you know, it was great because this was a job that gave you some flexibility. In the summertime, I worked digging ditches. In the winter time when it was cold and I was going to school, you know, I still had to finish up my high school. So I would work in the office, and I kind of got like a pretty good, full, well-rounded um, experience uh, from that 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 time there. And what was really nice about it is I could see how the how the business was growing, and I could see how they made it grow, and how they kind of added on to the things that they were doing and and spreading out into areas that they were working in and at one point they came to me and they said listen you kind of know a little bit about everything here so we want to send you around the country opening up uh, satellite offices because our growth has been so crazy and so i did that for a few years and then got tired of living out of a suitcase anyone who's ever done that knows exactly what i'm talking about and and at some point, I said, you know, I'm I'm going to kind of settle down and do my own thing, and that's back in 1986 when Rusk Industries was born, and uh, we we started with six people and a great idea, and um, you know, we have 200 people now in two locations, so it's gone pretty crazy, and uh, I've learned a heck of a lot along the way. But again, I'm no I'm I'm nothing uh, I'm nothing special when it comes to entrepreneurs. I've always believed that if you know what you want your life to look like and you can visually, you can see that with real crystal clear clarity, almost anyone can have that entrepreneurial feeling because once you know where you're going, your, your, your brain just tends to take you there. And so I think, I think that's really important for everybody to know is that anybody can be an entrepreneur. They, they, you aren't born with it. You actually get it through what you want your life to look like.
1: Yeah. Thank you for saying so, because it all starts with that vision, right? It all starts with that fire. You feel inside that little bit of excitement, that little flame, that idea like that would be so cool. And, and then to execute that and then to you know continue to work on it and chisel it and just uh, work through the failures and the wins and to just keep going. And you, eventually you will find that place as long as you have the vision at the end, right?
2: I think it's so important. We actually have the people at our office, we give them these big poster boards, and we give them a box of good old-fashioned regular Crayola crayons, you know, the 64-pack, and they literally start to draw. We ask them, what's your comfort, peace, and freedom? Like, what's your nirvana? And they literally start to draw these things. Um, what, what kind of house would you like to live in? Uh, of uh, you know a, a farmhouse in the rural community or a condo downtown or you know a house in the suburbs what kind of vehicle would you like to have a minivan a motorcycle an electric car uh, whatever it might be what um what's your charity moment look like if you had money what would you do how would you give it away we talk about their 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 spirituality we talk about their health their hobbies their pets if, would you like a dog or a cat and if if you did what kind and what would you name it so Uh we try to get really deep into them building their vision because the strength and the power of your brain to support you in taking you down the path to what you want is unmatched by anything and I can tell you it's worked for me and it literally can work for anyone as long as they have a really good vision of what they want their life to look like
1: Yes. Audience out there. Did you hear that from Ken and keep in mind, Ken did not have a college education. He literally started this corporation and this business from a dream and then continued building his dream, keeping those visions, those details. And that's really important that you talked about the details because a lot of people, oh, I did a vision board. Oh, I kind of put a bunch of stuff on a board and I look at it. There's a Rolex, there's a Ferrari. Oh, there's my mansion. Like, hello. you want to get like really extravagant, but really you want to just tap into really what your soul is calling you. So maybe it is just more like a palapa on the beach. I mean, it doesn't have to be luxurious, but really get into the details of what makes your heart sing. What's joyful, like you're saying, your, your main mantra, your paradigm, the comfort, peace, and freedom, what is going to bring you comfort, peace, and freedom?
2: You know, it's, it's, it's a really interesting thing because those three words just kept coming back to me. When I first started writing, it was, it was actually a letter to my daughter who was suffering from cancer at the time. And um, I'm glad to say that she's fine today, but that was five years of some really scary times for us. And I remember saying to myself, you know, I'm working this business. There's lots of moving parts and spending a lot of time there you know, I'm chasing dollars and financial statements and all the things that you would do as you run a business, you know, the quality, your customer satisfaction, your employee health and welfare, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And at some point I said, you know, what's really important here? I'm, I'm writing this letter to her to tell her what she should be chasing after in life, what's really important. And those three words just kept coming back. The greatest thing about it is, That nirvana that you look for is different for everybody. You know, one person, they want to be uh, chasing the McMansion, like you said. Someone else might want a cabin in the woods. You know, if you were to pick different vacations people would design, they would all be different. And we all have our own vision or version of that. And I think once we get that in front of us, it really motivates us to live the most, you know, the best life that we can possibly live.
1: Yes. And, and that's true. And I just want to hone in on something you said about, um, you know, encouraging your employees and how you have ingrained that process within the fabric of your, your corporation. And that's really like you were saying how you became a mentor and coach mostly because you were doing that with your employees.
2: Well, you know, (laughs) it was, it was a long road. I mean, when you go from six employees to 200, over 30 years you you literally interview hundreds and hundreds of people Mm -hmm. and for me I think I think the cool thing was I got to really learn what people knew and what they didn't I mean one of the things that we found out was you know we were having to become this involuntary life coach and like you said I I have no training in that whatsoever Um, but we were helping people with their first car their first credit card their first apartment their first checking account or whatever and For me, it was awesome to see once you tapped into someone's own vision, I thought to myself, wow, if I can build a group of people that all have this uh, entrepreneurial spirit where they're managing their own futures, they're in control of their own input, they're in control of their output, the quality of that output, and also the financial rewards for that, and then building this vision that they've drawn for themselves, It would be an immensely powerful situation, and we ended up taking this company, like I said, from 6 to 200, and the way we did it was very simply this. I can't get what I need or what this company needs um, until you all get what you want first, and and that that powerful group just kind of took this place um, much higher than I could have done it myself, so.
1: I love that. And that is so altruistic of you. You know, it really is about ingraining that in your people, they're your assets. And coming from, you know, a a financial background and working with a lot of corporations, I didn't and HR and payroll. So I know a lot about, you know, the policies and procedures revolving around public or uh, employee practice and things like that. And they don't have that. They don't have that um, quality mentorship, like you're saying, letting them set up them their wealth investment accounts from the minute they join your company, helping them set up their cash flow cash accounts and making sure that they see the value that they could have a million dollars in the bank if they work for 15 years and put $50 a week away, like They, you know, they could retire 10 years earlier than the guy that has the MBA that studied finance, who's not doing that, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
2: And, and, you know, I I think that's the thing. I mean, if I can impress one thing upon anybody that's listening, it is you really have a lot more say in your life than you think you do. You just have to find the right culture in, in which to exist. And that culture may end up being that you work for somebody for a while. You learn what's going on out there like I did. And then you run your own show. I mean, we are in such demand for people who are self-motivated, self-driven, they have a clear vision for what they want and they have a skill that they can provide We have finished carpenters making more than doctors in our town. We have plumbers making more than lawyers. So, you know, people that own their own hairdressing businesses or bakeries or whatever it might be, there are so many amazing opportunities out there right now that um, people can take advantage of. They just have to be aware of the fact that they exist.
1: Exactly, and that's my main goal in life. Um, being a female entrepreneur, and you know, making it through the gauntlet twenty years, I want to encourage everyone to open up their own business, because as you see the economy now, there's more opportunity for skilled labor. For, you know, people that just want to sell something online, maybe they don't have a skill and they don't feel like they have a talent, but anyone can sell something online and they can make it really easy these days. So to encourage that entrepreneurial spirit, to encourage people to really step out and take action and have that vision, that goal is so important. And so I want to get back to that and really look at what you've written here, um, which is absolutely amazing. Your blue collar to cash book, love your work, secure your future and find happiness for life. Um, You've written this book. You've also created an amazing program. So let's talk about this for a sec. Let's talk about how you create your own path to success and fulfillment.
2: Well, again, what, what I tried to do was take this message beyond the four walls of my office and get it out there because, you know, a quick story, I, I was at a car rental place because my car blew up and they needed to rip the dashboard out and it was going to be three weeks. So the dealership said, go rent the car. And I went there and I walked in and there's this young man behind the desk and he had a three piece suit on. And I think each piece was from a different suit but he was, he was trying to put his best foot forward and I really appreciated that. And I had to wait like an hour to get this car because they were backed up and whatever. So I got the chance to talk to him for quite a while. And one of the things that he said was, you know, I was told I had to go to school. I was told that I, you know, I had to get these loans and I had to get this business degree. And now here I am, 80,000 in debt, I'm making $28,000 a year at this car rental place. And I don't know how I'm ever going to get over this. I don't know how I'm ever going to get over this pile and and start my life for me rather than for everybody else. I'm not really even using the degree that I earned. So, you know, I'm not an anti-college guy. I'm really not. If you're going to operate on my shoulder so I can get back on the golf course, or if you're going to engineer a building to stand up or teach somebody or manage money you need to know everything there is to know about that but if you're just going to school because someone told you you had to man there is a whole bunch of other paths out there that can take you down the path to success and i wrote this book to show to show people that there are there are so many alternatives out there and we're kind of being sold just one so they talk about college is the only way to being wealthy nothing is further from the truth on that and uh, i'm living proof of it and i have many many friends that are the same way
1: yes i feel you there with my triple degree and my 100k in debt hello but i am doing my career i did become an accountant and an entrepreneur and a business owner so that was what my degrees were in but weirdly enough i am I am using my degrees, but you're right. Like I actually learned all my real arsenal of business tools outside the university and actually nothing will ever be able to prepare you for being your own boss and owning a company until you are standing in those shoes and you are going mm-hmm. through the motions because each situation is custom and the general foundationals of writing a business plan or knowing debits and credits or what's often a loss or what's a balance sheet that's all very relative but you don't need to spend 100k on an education to learn that as a business owner so it really eliminates all of the, um, you know, societal norms and the fitting in the box and, you know, all these different things that people told us we have to get a 401k and a salary to be successful in life so.
2: I think it's it's (laughs) interesting when you talk about the word entrepreneur, you know. Again, I think people think that that's some kind of special gift that's given someone like a professional baseball player or, you know, a professional musician or something. It's really not. If you have a clear idea of what you want out of life, all those nine or 10 characteristics that make up, you know, uh, an entrepreneur like persistence, resilience, faith, habits, all those things, they show up inside of each one of us. And, and you can see the proof in that when you see someone who has started their own business, especially at a young age where they were so driven. What does driven mean? Driven means they had a vision and they could see it very clearly. And then they acted on that vision. So anyone out there can do it. And um, I would encourage you to try It's 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 one of the better ways to live.
1: Yes, that is when your freedom and abundance and wealth and all the ideas of really Loving your life and being in control of your life happens when you finally decide to take that step. And I, I really love that you also not only created this amazing book wrote this book and have this um, blue collar to cash. Um, But you also created an awesome program to help re-steer the mindset and really help people kind of get their inner navigation system dialed in. So everyone, kenrusk.com, K-E-N-R-U-S-K.com is where you can get the book. And then um, if you're interested in hearing about the the program that he's about to tell us about, do backslash path, and um, it will take you to his program. And so this is this is right up my alley because I love the e-learning. You know, I really I really know that this is seriously the new age of education, that people are getting so much more knowledge and so many more tools from, you know, um, educating themselves online and, and finding their path. So let's talk about your program for a bit.
2: You know, it, for, for me, I, I when I think of somebody's, let's say they have a little mini library in their house of all the books that they've read. They, they almost remind me of like trophies, okay? You have these books that are stacked on the shelf and you've read this book or that book, self-help book, manage money book, whatever it might be, success book. I think what happens is you read those and then you tend to kind of put them on the shelf as these trophies. And within a few months, you almost forget about what was in half of them. And that's, that's the thing for me. When, when, when I wrote this book, I thought, well, how can I make sure that this book changes the lives of people and has impact? so i created this course that you could take along with the book it references back and forth it's an interactive course and it really gets you thinking okay i and only i know what is uh best for me okay i know what i'm most passionate about i know what i would enjoy doing i know what i would be good at who better than me to figure out what i want my life to look like so This is kind of a interactive guide to help you through those steps. And it starts right off the bat with what's my picture? What's my goal looking like? you know, What's my life gonna look like for me? It starts right off the bat with that and that stays like a consistent theme throughout the whole course. But it really dives into who am I? What am I like? What can I take advantage of? Where can I take myself? And um, how can I plan crystal clear goals, and then get those things, not just leave the book on the shelf with the knowledge in it. I'm actually now a changed person. I'm thinking differently because I've taken this course and um, get out of my way because I'm going after life right here and now.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's awesome. And that really is the truth about books. They're like mentors, you know, and then to have an interactive course, you're giving them a toolbox of things that they can use after they're done with the book. And then it's going to say, Oh, Hey, why don't I, you know, focus on my goals again? Why don't I, you know, draw the picture again? Let's get a little clearer. Let's focus more on the details and, and people change and things change and our desires change. So to do that often to not just do it one time, but to really keep that as part of your self growth process, and then to have a mentor or a coach hold you accountable to those goals, because that's the key. Cause We can all draw a lovely picture, but if we just put it away and we forget about it and we're not holding ourselves accountable to take action, then we really are missing something. And that's kind of like where you're getting everyone just rev their engines and ready to hit the gas. So,
2: You know, uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting because we always hear about the one percenters, those successful people, okay? They're very lucky. Well, they're not lucky, they're hardworking, okay? but here's what they have in common. There was a study done by the University of Virginia, Virginia Tech, and it said, if you took hundred people in the room and you asked them, do you have any goals? 80% of them would say no. 20% of them would say yes. And then you start drilling down into those goals. You say, okay, do you have them written down? Well, no, they are hopes and dreams and wishes. They're stuck in my head. That's where they are. Okay, so only 4%, 4 out of 100 people actually admitted that they take these goals and write them down. But the problem is those 4% tend to do what you just said, and they put it in a drawer somewhere and it gets lost. They found out that only 1%, 1 out of 100 people, is willing to not only write their goals down, but then post them somewhere on their bathroom wall, the dashboard of their car, their wall at the office, whatever it might be. Only 1% was willing to do that. And guess what? That 1% at 10 years later made nine times more money than anybody else in that same group. So it, it's, you know, the one percenters aren't lucky. They just learned how to visualize. So for me, I'm going to try and create as many visually uh, perfect people as I can as I can do, uh, get them started off on the right path. And then they're going to go out and do it. I, I, I'm literally going to have 2% worth of the success of you know uh, of what they accomplish they're going to do the other 98% but they're going to be so empowered by that vision that they'll move forward and never look back it's it's a it's a really amazing amazing program
1: i love it that's so awesome everyone out there i hope you heard this because this is an opportunity and it's not so expensive like the tony robbins and a lot of the other courses that are 5 10 25,000 this is something that we all can afford right
2: well, you know, there was, a, there was a time when my daughter was sick that um, when I first found out about it, I needed to do a lot in a hurry to, to take care of her. And a, a friend of a friend stepped up and said, here's my plane, take it wherever you need to go, go heal that little girl. And I never forgot that. And a few, a, you know, several months later, after she was stable and everything was good, I went back to him and I said, why did you do that? And he said, it's simple to whom much is given, much is expected. And I said, okay, I'm never forgetting that for the rest of my life. I was a giver of charity before that, but that really turbocharged my giving in a major way. And, um, so when I created this course, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, we're, we're giving it, uh, I think it's $99 that includes the book and uh, you get 40% off of that. Um, for me, uh, it's all about just covering the costs that I need to cover because all the revenue that I receive from my books and whatnot goes right back into charity. So, um, I'm ch- this is kind of a give back moment for me. So, you're right. This is not a thousand dollar course or a five thousand dollar. This is literally a ninety nine dollar course that you can get a discount on. Yeah, and he's not and, talking uh, and about and this life. charity.
1: He's not talking about this charity. He's, he's talking about Mega Wish Foundation. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> right. so like charity, what charity has profits in that? No, <laughs> uh, not this charity, but it, the real, like a huge, huge 501 C threes, make a wish foundation junior achievement. So no, when you're buying That's- these programs that it's going, the proceeds are making someone else more wealthy. It's actually going to help the kids and people that have barrier to entry and other things.
2: Yeah. If you, if you choose to do this, you're not only helping yourself, but you're helping somebody else. It's kind of like some of those companies where you buy a pair of socks and they give a pair of socks away. (laughs) So um, you literally will be funding this course for someone who who needs it Um, and uh, not only taking advantage of of yourself, but helping somebody else in the process. So it's a win-win for everybody.
1: It is just like, it's so altruistic. And I just love that. that. That really attracts me to everything that you're doing and makes me just want to support and blast you like to a hundred million people, because <laughs> <laughs> this is really what people need. And Cause I'm a firm believer. And as you know, as a coach and um, with my programs, like I can't even tell you how important the mindset. I mean, I know, you know, this, that mindset is everything we need to nurture our inner fitness muscles. We need to fill our head with amazing positive visions of ourself and what we can achieve and then the magic starts
2: happening yeah let me take that one step further with you right there if if you've ever heard somebody trying to explain something they often end the sentence with do you see what i mean okay like do you see what i mean well take those words and break them down do you see what i'm thinking that's what they're saying do you actually see what I'm thinking? And they're trying to get their point across. Well, the word see is for vision. So what they're saying is, are you visualizing what I'm visualizing? So <laughs> that's how powerful this is. We've all said, do you see what I mean forever and ever without even really thinking about what those words meant? They're actually, they're actually just soaked in how can I visualize this to the best of my ability? And if I can show you how to do that, man, you're off and running.
1: Yes. I love it. Cause I think that is going to heal all of us. If we just started focusing a little bit more on our desire, our dreams, like we did when we were little, like we were making believe we're playing Cinderella, we're playing, you know um, you know, building castles in the sky in the sandbox. Like, like we had these, like we were the princesses, we were the Kings and Queens, you know, we had these visions of um, you know, being great and nothing was going to hold us back from putting on our amazing new dress and being the queen of the show so but you know life has a way of um happening and defeating us and i think we've all had those pain points in our life where i just where you just feel broken and you can't come back from feeling so unsupported or defeated or failed and to stand again in your power and to harness your goals because Without this being said, we all know that a lot of times when we start doing self work, Murphy's Law or gravity or something, life happens Murphy. and we're like, oh my God, why is it every time I try to fix myself, I'm working on myself something bad and it just, you know, makes it really hard for me to complete a program. I used to have that problem, but I never stopped. I kept trying. I always wanted to do self work betterment i always wanted to you know hone back in so our audience out there that's saying yes i need to do that but i'm kind of scared you know i kind of feel like um i haven't been true to myself maybe or i've been i recklessly abandoned myself like i had abandoned myself in business so many times because i was so stressed i had to take care of the family i had to take care of the staff i had to order the food i had to jump in i you know it was like putting out fires and i forgot why did i even get into this business and so i know with your years of expertise uh, what, what do you tell people that are feeling like that? Well, I, th- th-
2: this is really simple. Okay. We've gotten into a place now where the world is trying to dictate what our vision is supposed to be, whether it's comparisons on social media, or it's, you know, the perfect this or the perfect that, you know, scratch all that. Okay. We were here a long time before those comparisons, those metrics came into our lives, you know, Don't let anybody tell you what your vision should be. You know what it is. Go sit in a dark room by yourself and just think about it, okay? Take some time. Take those crayons. Draw it out. Figure out what you want your life to look like, not what everybody else thinks your life should look like. Because if I sat everybody down and asked them that question independently, I would get so many different answers, which means there isn't one right answer there isn't one comparison that you should aspire to. Yeah. You and only you know what you're passionate about, what your life should look like, what you want your world to, to eventually be. So yeah. don't let anyone control your vision, but you. Because ultimately, you know, as you get older, whether you you know get out of the nest of your parents' house or you're moving on to your own life, you're on your own. Your vision is wholly yours. And I would say, hold on to that improve it, make it as good as you can, and then live a very comfortable, peaceful and free life. It's an amazing place to be. And not many people get there. But um, with a little help, I think I think you can make it I I have all the confidence in the world. And I I always end it with you got this. Okay, so let's go do this.
1: Love that you guys did you hear that out there? He believes in you. And so do I. And so that is when it's time to take action and really tap into your yourself and devise your future plan just envision it and it's a great time to do it COVID has locked us all down we've spent a lot of time alone and so it's a good time to to sit alone and think about if i could do anything in my life that would just make me so happy um what is it and what does it look like and really get in the details and even if um you don't want to write it down just draw a picture you know and 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 keep that in mind and and keep working on it and refining it and dialing into the details and like ken said you know that that opens up a whole new universe really um that very definitive um picture and then not settling for the mediocrity like you're saying society the mediocre lifestyle you know fit in the box do what you're told you know play small go to school get your 401k stay in corporate just be good and you know don't change the formula
2: you know <laughs> so yeah you know that that's an interesting point for, for me i think ditching was probably number 99 on the list of 100 things i wanted to do Okay. Number one being I wanted to be a race car driver. Okay. Yeah. So, but, but here's the thing. I knew that I could control my own destiny with this job. I knew I could earn the, what I wanted to earn and I could make the living I wanted to make. And I could eventually um, branch off into other things, which is what I've done. But I will tell you this, you know, if you come in, if you come to my house and you see what I've accomplished there You know, I'm a car guy. I have a bunch of cars. I love that stuff. I'm a boater. I'm a golfer. I love those kinds of things. But no one ever came into my driveway and said, hey, where'd you go to school? That's their question is, wow, Ken, congratulations. How did you grind this life out? So, you know, I tell the story of the gal who I just met, who she had a two-year degree that was taking her eight years to get done. She had a couple of kids. She's 27. She's like, I got to go finish this degree. I don't know why, but I do. So she goes into this class. She takes an elective. Her friend talks to her into taking a welding class, okay? 27 years old. She now stands on top of 300-foot-tall windmills as a professional welder. She got a job immediately when she took the class. And guess what? She's making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year doing something she never thought she would do. The point, though, is, is she had a clear idea of how she wanted to live. So she's willing to take these jobs that are in such high demand and pay such amazing dollars. She was willing to say, well, is it my life that's important? or what I do for a living that's important. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be important what you do for a living. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes doing what other people aren't willing to do or going where there's less people or less supply, that's where the money goes. And you should consider that because ultimately your life is what's important, not necessarily how you get there.
1: Yes. Checking out of the box. That's where it is. She found her a tool and she ran with it and that is success. And, and that's, that's the cool thing about taking risks and like just pressing, pressing, maybe we don't really know exactly what it is and that's okay. And, and I felt that way at times too. It was really hard for me at times to think about really what should I be doing with my life? What am I passionate about? What am I talented about? with? Uh, is that realistic? Like, you know, um, I had a lot of hobbies, but I didn't ever feel like I could make money with them. Um, But I've always liked video and photography and, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit has taken me all over all kinds of different niches. And I just keep saying, explore, explore, explore. You'll find that niche or that calling. If you have the end game vision in mind, the the universe will conspire God or whatever, however you want to say it will, once you know what it is, then you'll get a little bit closer each day, even if you don't know exactly how you're going to get there.
2: Your your brain is a very powerful thing and it draws itself automatically to what it sees. So if you can put a bunch of pictures in there that are the pictures you want for yourself and then get them down on paper, what your brain repeatedly sees, it draws itself to Your, your mind, your body, your actions will automatically take you towards that path almost subconsciously so let the power of your brain work and um and go do what you want to do for you for a change and um again follow your own path okay find it and then follow it you'll be much happier you did
1: yes uh, such words of wisdom ken thank you so much i have the audience really resonates in that you guys find your path and in your path we'll find you <laughs> It will, be, it will happen. I believe in you guys. So I'm so happy you stayed tuned for this amazing, um, you know, uh, podcast with Ken. Make sure you go to KenRusk.com, check out Blue Collar Cash. It's on Amazon and all the book outlets. And then um, if you're interested in the program, hit path after KenRusk.com slash path and get the book and the program. So you you have a very sharp sword once you're done. <laughs> Thank you, Ken, so much for being here. Looking forward to um, featuring you again. And uh, I will be sending you some uh, new clients so they can also experience that because I work with a lot of construction people and skilled labor.
2: There you go. Well, thank you, Charity. It's been great being with you today. Again, I love your energy and I love what you're doing. And um, I think we're like kindred spirits as we talk through these issues. So Um, I really enjoyed it and I hope, I hope the audience did too. And, uh, and then again, I believe in you, you got this, so let's go do it.
1: Thanks so much, Ken. Such a pleasure. We'll meet again.
0: Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind-the-scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast.